Ladies and gentlemen, we are here today again with the Awfully Irish podcast. These gentlemen started their podcast, I think about the same day I did or doggone close. And they've been at it every day when they're not doing podcasting, they're they're game casting. Uh, So uh, I've seen seen them doing both of that. Um, It was fun because uh, you guys were one of my, I don't know, first 20 shows for sure. Or I was one of your, yeah, I just shared it over, but yeah, it was your show. So that was really fun. Uh, so we have uh, Jared and uh, John uh, Thomas. I, I don't know why I want to say John. I'm just really bad about things. I, well, I think what it is, is I thought Jared's name was John. For some reason, <laughs> the last time we did the show. No worries. Uh, yeah. So um, what have you guys been up to? Jared. What have you been up to, Thomas? Wait, wait, uh, uh, oh, go ahead. No, no. Let's Thomas. Yeah, Thomas, do it. Yeah. So, Jesus, Gary, it's been a minute since we've talked to you, man. I think it would have been maybe last it was maybe June or July, definitely. June. Right? Yeah, June. May. June. May. Oh, June. Yeah. Wow. So much has happened then, man. We, me and Jared started college. You oh, know, yeah. we started studying in college. We've interviewed many, many people. Done a couple of charity streams here and there, man. We've, we've come a long way since. It's, it's actually crazy <laughs> how long we've come since. I think we had, when we started back in June, we maybe had maybe 200 subscribers. That's crazy, man. We're on yeah. seven, just about to surpass 1.4. It's mad. 1.4 million? So, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I wish. I wish. Thousands. That's nice, though. Yeah. In what? Eight months? Nine months? Ten? Really? Yeah. Getting close. I don't know how long now at this point? It's just about man. Every day's the same. April. You started at the end of April. We started very start of yeah, around the start of April. We started or April. No, we started in May. Yeah, we started yeah. late May. We started yeah, early, early May, mid May, something like that. But um, okay. Oh, you know what? I think we're, we're coming up to one year. May tenth, because I remember being my my birthday or my brother's birthday. Maybe it was May May twelfth. I forget what your first show is. So you guys are up to one point seven k followers, and uh, it's interesting that that uh, just can keep growing. But now you're in college. You're doing some studies. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah we're, we're studying. Uh, we're studying media. It's weird because me and George are both studying media, which I think we both find really interesting. Um, well, it's just what we do every every day. It's hard to avoid. Uh, I guess you, you learn a lot more about the industry as a whole rather than just, you know, the niche of podcasting. Right. Um, so I guess we see how, like, journalism works and, you know, the dodgy stuff they're doing. Uh, but, yeah, I think, well, I think no. learning about media as a whole has changed how we handle this. You, know, you never know. The awfully Irish might end up doing a an animation you know like duncan trussell or something crazy like that right oh Mm. that's the thing i really love about you guys' approach i remember the first time when we got together uh your your approach is to actually just fucking ask like you will ask anybody to be on your show you don't care yeah because they can only say one of two things (laughs) yeah yeah I think that's what people find um, tough start, if they want to start a podcast is that they wouldn't know how to get guests. We didn't yeah. know. And look, we, we just asked. I mean, we still ask. Yeah. <laughs> it's still in our daily routine to just go, go online, look some people up and ask them. I mean, yeah. So you have a formula, you're looking for certain types. I mean, you've got well, uh, Cantwell on there, you know, pretty famous. Oh, movie. yes. Steve Cantwell. My God, that was great. Um, Thing with Steve is we, we were we me and Jared were guests on this other guy's podcast. Um oh it's it oh I'm gonna I can't remember the name of the podcast and I'm really sorry I can't sugar but um oh and Jared's gone but anyway so we were guests on this guy's podcast and this guy interviewed maybe seven people every day which is what to that guy oh I know yeah it's crazy what? what he does he interviews seven people every day I was his seven a.m. <laughs> I Jared was his 8 a.m. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. But um, so we went on his show and then we kind of just went through a couple of his guests and uh, we watched his episode with Steve and Steve 
was an ex-Mormon who had taken a drug and then he would he had a trip where he was living in the body of another man for eight years and yeah <laughs> and during this trip he looked up all the stuff you're not supposed to look up if you're a Mormon and he came out of it and he wanted to leave the Mormon church it was crazy and now he's a now he's a stand-up comedian like you know it's <laughs> what drug was so he 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 tripped that he slept in the belly of another man for eight years that was his trip no no so what happened was okay so he had his friend who was in the military wanted to do he wanted to do um artificial or synthetic uh marijuana and called spike but what he had done he went to the drugstore and picked up a drug called salvia Mm-hmm. and uh salvia is a native american hallucinogenic yeah. and um, so what he did is he got a bong and he took a big hit of that and he fell through the floor and when he opened his eyes again he was in the ocean with a couple other lads and he was saying oh you're part of my trip this is all you know you know you're all in my head they're all calling him crazy they brought him to a doctor doctor said he was fine brought him back to this guy's house he'd never been there before you know and next day he went to his job saying I- i'm still i'm still tripping out you guys aren't real and uh it was like that for eight years around the four year mark so he had to accept yeah around the four year mark he Oi. said he accepted that everything he thought was real was fake yeah. in his head that he had dreamt the entire his entire life like so he's in the matrix he was in, in the, the matrix, matrix. <laughs> crazy <laughs> what so i was did you just see that on uh, netflix i don't know if you guys have the same netflix over there probably not but they're uh, they have one streaming called uh murder and the mormons or something like this and it's no about, i did see it i didn't manage to watch it though What's it it's kind of interesting it's about these documents that were found that like made joseph's uh made it made the story different we lost you, Thomas. Am I up front? I don't even know what how this sorry, works. Sorry, I'm back. Um, so he, uh, it's it's these documents, and these documents were like they would disprove certain beliefs in in the Mormon Church, and then like these guys that are brokering these documents end up dead, blown up oh, in the same day. Oh, yeah. That As is... everybody's like, "Whoa, where's this all lead?" And it leads to the Mormon Church at some level. Some, you know, they may have a guy. They have a guy, who, <laughs> you know, once a century, maybe twice. But if things get a little messy, they go, hey, mm. this never happened. I'm already going like to hell. They like have the one guy that's... Winter Soldier. Yeah, they have, to, they have the one guy they keep on oh, the council yeah. that they pay well. And he's, <laughs> he's a member, not really. He's a bad guy. He already knows he's going to hell. And so they give him money every now and then to go kill folks. <laughs> I have no I'm idea. Talk, I'm, talk, I I'm not a conspiracy theorist for the most part. Mm. You're, uh, you're the, Mike for the really most part, you. so. But two so people were killed, and they both had something in common. Okay. That would have hurt the Mormon Church. So, there we go. so mm. who's who's the uh, where where does Occam's razor lead you? I guess. I mean, all components are leading there. Mm. Nobody in particular. Okay, I want kind of want to watch it now. I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna watch it. Like, it, how how long is it? Like a long TV show? Is it split? It's like into a documentary, parts? like uh, a documentary what, an hour oh, and a half or something. Oh, I got plenty of time. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> but you said you weren't like really into conspiracy theories, but you know you didn't say like outright. So what 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 are you kind of into there? Well, I, I'm into uh, what is and what's seeable, what's measurable, what's understandable, um, and and looking at, I look at data, you know, but I'm not easily swayed or compelled by, by data, um, unless there's overwhelming data. Does that make sense? So I'm basically skeptic in, in most of my approaches to almost everything. I you know kind of. Just a little bit hands off. Let me let me look at it. I have to look at things a lot. And so I have very I have 
the opinions I have, I think, are pretty strong. Um, however, they're all open for, they're all malleable at some level. But that's how they become strong because I, I, I don't accept that I know it all. That's probably a safe way to go about it. Yeah. Um, but I'm not easily fooled either because I feel like you got to give me enough information. And I don't feel like this show, you know, gave all the information or had all the information. So it's still a little bit of a mystery after leaving it. That's why I feel like it's still conspiratorial. There's been no conclusion. There's been no court trials or nobody was ever caught. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Mm. I remember that there was this one show I watched, um, this documentary with this guy who robbed a bank and then was blown up. Um, and there was, I can't remember what the name of it was now, but uh, there was a whole conspiracy about it. And there was like two or three people involved. And even to this, to one of the guys who was accused of blowing him up or being involved in the conspiracy, he took it to his grave. He said on his deathbed, they asked him like, was it true was he involved and he just said he said the name of one of the other people involved or something and it just uh, i don't know world's a weird place it is a weird place it is and, it's a very weird place you know and i think it you know when people are striving they're or they can get desperate you know and and then people desperate people do desperate things and uh you know there seems to be a lot of that around these days a lot of desperation i don't know how it is in ireland but you know, our cities are all full of homeless, you know, in most places. Yeah, we've had the same kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Uh, capitalism used to take care of all of that. I mean, everybody had a job and such, but, uh, you know, maybe there's just too many of us for the amount of jobs there are, and they're still working the regular folk 40 hours a week. Maybe everybody goes down to 20, and, and then everybody has a job. Well, we're definitely overpopulated. That is a huge problem we're facing as a a world, I guess, together, you know? Yeah. Not enough food, not enough resources for everyone. You know, there's people who say we're not, that, that we should keep going. And that scares me more. I guess this guy wrote a book about there needing to be one million Americans if they want to compete with China. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, an island is the perfect metaphor for what, for the Earth itself. Right. And then you guys live on an island, a massive yeah. island, but it's an island nonetheless. And uh, and for a while, it couldn't grow. It, it didn't grow, especially your main harvest. And um, that's what the earth is. It's just an island out in the out in the in the ocean of the, of the skies, you know, out in the ocean of the universe there just floating around. And that's all we are. And, and so we're just an island. And if you put too many people on an island, you can't feed them. And that's why you see Filipinos everywhere in the world because they ran out of the ability to sustain themselves on, on the surface that- Why they do you think there's so many Irish across the world? Yeah, same, same thing. When yeah. the famine struck here, you know, it was get, get out of here. Mm. Yeah, you know, and that's why there's Middle Eastern people now, you know, going all over the world because their, their worlds have been torn up. And so a uh, migration happens because things happen and uh, they're talking about climate migration happening. So places that are cooler will start to get higher populations. Mm. Um, I can see that happening. One of the uh, uh, for, for, um, for our course now, we have to propose, make a documentary proposal, right? As one of our modules. And one of the one of the things I want to look at is um, are the ways humans are trying to save the planet, like renewable energy and recycling. Like, what effect are they actually having? Like, yeah. does reusing that plastic bottle do much? Right. Which, of course, you know, you should recycle. It's mm -hmm. do it anyway. But like, you know, or like, and then I want to see like how long we have left before the trash pile builds up and then it's on the land and then it's like, or like. How, well, how we'll never fill the oceans full of trash. We won't? Like, completely. Like, it'll never get that bad. But there are, like, trash islands. Yeah. Well, there are trash islands. But, New York builds them. I mean, they build them, you know? And, 
Yeah. They just build trash islands. But, um, I think. Yeah. And then they, they settle out over time and they become like some weird gob out there. I don't know what becomes of them. Um, it wouldn't be so bad if we didn't have toxic materials going in, you know, but they're, you know, building materials and such that they just throw into the big dumpster and it goes in there, that kind of stuff. Diapers, diapers are nasty little, yeah. little creatures. You know, you know, it's freaky when it starts affecting human nutrition. You know, you're eating fish, but, you know, there's plastics in the water that have been broken down into microplastics. They're minuscule, they're tiny. Like you're saying, they could be toxic. I don't think any plastic is good for you. But, you know, you're eating the fish, because after eating all these plastics, uh, how is that going to turn out for you? And then we see, like, a lot of shellfish filter things out of the water. And same as you're eating shellfish. Yeah. That's not going to be fun. So like it's like we're poisoning our own food supply by doing it too. We are, Jared, and that's that's true. And it's funny when I was in the Philippines, you know, I don't know, 30 years ago, I got really really sick. Um, because before there, my, my girlfriend's family had a cistern for their water in their house. It's basically a 50 gallon drum full of water. And I dipped into that and I drank that water. And after they saw me do that, they were, you shouldn't have done that. And I woke up in the middle of the night, um, sick as can be, fell face down onto the floor, um, off the toilet, laying there, butt naked, in, in, the, in their kitchen, because it was a tin shack house, right? So the bathroom was just a little thing off, off it was tin off the kitchen and I fell off into the kitchen and there's an overlook and her whole family, my girlfriend's whole family is looking at me naked, but I don't know this because I am passed out completely out. And um, my, I hear like a mile away, um, oh my God, he's dead. Oh my God, he's dead. And I feel this pressure on my head. So apparently I had fallen just face first. And I feel this pressure on my head of, of her hands and she's lifting me up. She's lifting me up. And um, I kind of come to and I look up and her whole family's there and, and I'm just naked and I'm like, oh my God. And I'm embarrassed. And, and then I was just the sickest I've ever been in my whole entire life. And that was just because they really didn't have water. Like they live in this tropical environment and they have to go down and buy um, they either have to boil their water or they just go down and they buy some sodas. They're always drinking sodas, you know, because the water's not, not drinkable. Dentists must make a fortune over there. Oh yeah. They seem to have pretty strong teeth. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause yeah, they do drink a lot of, they eat a lot of sugar, drink a lot of sugar. Um, but they also drink just a lot of coconut water and, that kind of stuff too. But, that stuff's supposed to be really, really good for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, you guys, um, you're from the county of Awful. Yeah. Yeah. In Ireland. That's different than, it's a little different than Awfully. But... Awful. <laughs> yeah, it's a little different than Awfully. Wait, you're in Awfully. Awfully. So awfully is O-F-F-A-L-Y. Awfully. Awfully. I went and looked it up. I went and looked it up and did the Google map drive through the territory. It's a pretty cute little area you all live in. So depressing. I'm so sorry you looked that up. So sorry you took the time to look up awfully. Do you need help? You have you talked to your doctor lately, man? Oh yeah. The only reason if you're ever visiting Ireland and you're in Offaly, it's because you're passing through. You're not here to stay. Yeah, it's, it's literally you're going from Dublin to like Mayo or Galway. You know, you're not you're not here on purpose. Even if you're living here, it yeah. it was like the short term plan. Oh, you, you think know? everybody there was short term in it? They're like, oh, I'm just stopping in. And they've been there for two centuries. Uh, <laughs> well, we got our first house here. We'll, we'll move on a bit after. And mm. 20, 30, 40 years on. And living in the cottage still, you know. Yeah. Actually, fun fact, Gary, I'm living in my nanny's house when she was my age. 
Oh, okay. So yeah, she's my, been there that long. Says. Yeah. Okay. She grew up here. She lived her whole life here, you know? Yeah. This so, one's a bit newer than his, in fairness. He, I, I live in the middle of nowhere. He lives even further nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> you guys both live out yeah. of town, kind of. But you have pretty good internet. Uh, it's like... I, I live in a town, so I got good internet. But Thomas's next door neighbors are cows, literally. So, <laughs> yeah. Right. So I don't know if uh, I'll be able to hold the link. I'm going to give you guys a little tour of the the house. This house is built in uh, oh. 1923. So that's old for America, right? Yeah. Um, so uh, this is the living room here. I don't know if you can see that. Uh, so that's uh, the fireplace. That's the real features, you know, the, the uh, craftsman home features, the windows. And... Uh, Little dining room. Uh, you used to be able to look out my dining room window and you would just see uh, trees, uh, but they put a development in next door. So you, it doesn't look so great anymore. Here, I'll give you a view of the nice development next door. Can you see that out there? Oh, wow. I mean, what, what's it going to be? Uh, 11 houses, 10 houses, something like that. 10, 10 or 11 houses. This is where I do my magic cooking. I just, I love cooking. So I cook a lot right there. But the reason I live here is because. What state is this, by the way? This is Oregon. So this is probably similar to your environment. Um, so behind me there is, is well, that little building's the Fox Shire. That's my shed, my woodshed. And then down below, can you see the creek? Yeah. So, and then there's the hillside. Now, that hillside right there has about 100 less trees than it had two weeks ago. So, I don't know if you can see over there. I don't know if you can see what I'm pointing at. There's that uh, tree there. You can see the broken limbs there. You can see broken limbs. Broken limbs on all of these trees. So, what was happening during the ice storm is, an ice storm is weird because it's not snow. It's typically 32 exactly outside at ground level, but the, um, the water that's falling is already kind of freezing and breaking up into little, it's really, really cold. And so when it hits surfaces of trees, it just sticks. And it sticks so much that, you know, a, a, a small branch as big as your pinky would would be you know as big as say like a quarter you know like twice the size of your your middle finger it would just have that much more on it than itself so mm -hmm. these branches were weighing thousands of pounds so they started pulling over the trees and you would just hear like whoo like the whole hillside you would just hear boom and then the cracks and the pops it was amazing um but also frightening because we have some trees next to our house i had several trees go down uh, my chainsaw needs some work. I went out and worked with it the other day, but uh, it needs some help. So I got a lot of chainsawing to do, a lot of trees to clean up. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's, that's pretty rough. You know, we don't get that kind of weather here. No. It's rain, two months of sun, and rain. Maybe two snow. Two months of sun. Yeah. Mm. Our summers are June, July. They're really short. So you're... Uh, you're at the top of the hill almost for the mm. bump of the island, aren't you? Like, no, we're, we're smack in the center of. Right, but you have hills to the to the east of you? Mm. Like they go up a bit? Yeah, we're the midlands. So we're the flatlands, yeah. Everywhere so, else is higher up, up the, higher up than us. So the water just stops there and drops on you like eight months. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it pretty gets pretty bad weather here sometimes. I remember maybe two or three years ago, there was a really big storm. Like, I got snowed in for maybe mm -hmm. two or three weeks. Like, it was crazy. Then, yeah. It's called a beast from the east because it, it, it came from the east and it was a lot, a lot of snow. Like, it was probably the worst snow I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it was mm -hmm. like, well, it was, I'm five foot nine. The snow went about five foot in certain places. Oh, boy. So, you know, yeah. That kind of bad. Yeah. People trying to push their cars up hills. You know, 
Mm-hmm. It was so icy as well. It didn't matter how many lads are pushing it. Your car was stuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what happens here. We get, and I imagine you do too, probably the wet, wet, heavy snow. And then it freezes over at night and it turns everything to ice. And then it, another layer of wet snow upon Constant. that. And, and that's just impossible to drive in. Yeah. No, I guess we're walking, not. you know, you're going to get pretty, pretty messed up. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to walk with your cleats. You'd want good knees because <laughs> if you fell over, you're gone. Oh, yeah. Which, uh, yeah, man. Like that kind of weather is rough, but I find in America you have like these long times of chill, and every now and then it just so something crazy happens. If it's California, it's fires. If it's like Florida, it's tor- hurricanes, tornadoes, whatever. Yeah. Where you are, it's ice storms, apparently. Well, the, we got fire and ice this year. So the big firestorms uh, in California. The Trons came to town. Yeah, so the fire, uh, one of the big fires in Oregon that moved 70 miles in one night on winds, just boom. It was a fire that was kind of sustained, kind of being watched. You know, they watch them in the national forest and then it went boom and it started float and it just flew down the mountain and it was about 20 miles away from us. The sky that morning had the sun coming through fire so it was already a red filtered sunlight and it was super red everything looked like it was on fire everywhere there was smoke everywhere so i drove up the canyon and i look and it looks like it's on fire just because of all the reflection it's morning sunrise and all of that is all of that smoke is reflected as if it's on fire it's red um and it's so I, I go back down to the town. We were we, we evacuated. We had to go north. We went north about 60 miles and uh, basically sat north of the fires. The wind where we were at was moving south off the Columbia River. So it was pushing the fire away from us, but it was 20 miles away from us again when we were up north. But we were on the windward side, so we were good. Um, and we sat there for about a week and then the all clear came and our house was a mess, just ash everywhere. Um, and it still smelled smoky for a good week and a half after we got home. It, this has been a weird, weird year in so many ways. Yeah. No, yeah. That, that sounds fucking horrible. What happened to you? Um, yeah, man, things, things have been rough. Yeah, no. Um, terrible. Even I mean, how terrible this it year, is it going to feel like we're still in 2020? Because it it kind of just feels like we never left. Yeah, if you know um, what I mean. Like yeah, no, it doesn't. Last like 12 months at least. Much. No, nothing's really changed to be honest with you. Like we're we're about to enter our one year anniversary. Not myself and Thomas of being in lockdown. Like what? It came sometime in February. Like this March. is about the time. Oh yeah, you guys got in February. Eight of March. That's about the time we lockdown yeah we did march 17th i know it was uh my anniversary my 30th anniversary and we had plans for a good weekend we booked a place at the beach and uh we had one night out where we ate dinner and after that we just kind of went to the convenience store and and uh got some snacks and hung out in our room but it was a lovely (laughs) lovely view it's nice but um dude my my parents did something similar they were gonna go off they might not get each other presents or something. They said, right, we're going to go off to uh, to Kildare and we'll have ourselves a little holiday, a short one, maybe for two weeks. Um, I said, sure, two weeks. Um, and then COVID came. There you go. Putting them to that. I'm, myself and the girlfriend had plans to head off. Same as. Uh, it's just been a killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really haven't done anything to get out. I have been staying home here, you know, I've been staying home um, forever. And I do uh, go over to my friends. He, he builds things. So he has this big garage. We can hang out six feet apart and, you know, it's big and open and, and we can, he can do his timber framing and I can chat, you know, we'll have a couple beers and uh, yeah. But other than that, I mean, meeting people outdoors and just kind of standing away from them, I haven't haven't really been seeing much of people. Yeah, we've we've been doing college from home now. 
um since the start of the year we got to go in every friday for a couple of weeks because we were doing stuff on college computers that that we couldn't do from home because it, it required a adobe which costs like a lot of money <laughs> for like uh photoshop and stuff so I that think, was cool i don't know how it is in europe but in in america adobe offers uh twenty dollars a month for the full pack for students yeah it does the same here but um mm -hmm. if you're not doing that module like you're not sure like am i doing it this week i'm okay yeah. I'm skipping two weeks you don't be paying like all this time especially if you're going to treat your course yeah. like our one you know you don't want to be paying for something you're not using especially when you like you're a student, you got you got no money, and there's free alternatives out there. Like I use Resolve to do all our uh, editing. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Um, it'd be nice for you guys to start, uh, you know, earning some. I think uh, you'll get out there. People are gonna gonna they keep finding. Yeah, you've been growing, right? Yeah. Yeah, we we, we finally got monetized on YouTube. Oh, now, good. You know what? People call it at the start gas money, but I feel like those people drive mopeds, you know, uh -huh. back and forth in their uh, in their front garden. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it really is minuscule. Yeah, yeah. I know you, you think you're going to make something happen and, and uh, you think it's just going to happen overnight and it doesn't. It, it happens, but you're building, you're building an audience. Um, your, uh, your consistency numbers are probably getting a little better every time. Um, that's what I'm finding, you know, with just my basic audience. I've had, you know, several thousand listens, but, you know, some, some get a couple hundred and some get 30, you know? Yeah. No, we, we find that also, even with yeah, big just, numbers, like, just what happens. You know, like our, our, our top video has, what, 12, 13,000 views. Our worst one has 20, you know? Right. Like, that's our range. So I'm probably the worst one. <laughs> uh, no, no, actually, it, it was a pretty high-profile actor, and for some reason, it just didn't land. I don't know why. Weird. Like I'll have I'll have somebody on who's like an author or a doctor or something, and you're like, this is going to go somewhere. No, never does. It, it, it don't just, you hate that though? Like you work so hard for <clears throat> big old nothing. <laughs> Well, like, I wish you could tell the artist this is this is one of the good ones. Then that implies some ones are bad. Yeah, yeah. No, actually, I I find that I I have a hard time. I'm kind of like a parent this way with the shows, and maybe that's bad. Maybe I don't have enough discretion or something. But I really appreciate every one of them. I've you know I don't I don't feel like there's bad shows. I feel like there's different types of conversations, and there's some people who have more to offer in terms of what would might be interesting to everybody else. But I find that it's interesting to me and that's what I'm doing this for. And I, and I think as long as I keep doing that and finding interesting people like you gentlemen, um, yeah, it'll keep, it'll keep, keep on happening. You know, yeah, I, I just went through like major depression. I don't know if these Irish people don't experience seasonal depression. I don't imagine. Should be genetically. Yeah, you have to have seasons first. Yeah. <laughs> ah. So you just have a. Yeah. There you go. So what well, we have. I mean, we know, have a pretty similar, I think, environment to you guys. We get rain from pretty much October through May, and June, and then August. And then usually we don't get any rain in August and September, and then October we start getting rain again. Mm. We um. Yeah, like Jared said, we get those two months of summer, June, July. Then you do want to be going on your holidays in August to a foreign country that has lots of sunshine. Um, not during COVID. Don't travel during COVID. Please don't come to Ireland during COVID. Yeah, but, uh, right. <laughs> you know, and then and then you have rain from August to February when you have your month of snow, and then you have bad weather until July, June, July again. So. Yeah. yeah, so it's, it's 10 months of pure pain, but uh, the other two are okay. Yeah, they're pretty good. You get ice cream. They're, it's yeah, actually right. probably... You get ice cream. It's really beautiful when it's... Like here, it's it's miserable. Like, it just sucks you in. You can't really do much. You go out in the rain, you go do some things. You get used to kind of doing some stuff in the rain. 
but you don't want to, you know? Yeah, in fairness. <laughs> so, you know, you kind of, you get used to it, but it, it, so I grew up in the San Joaquin Valley, which is really sunny in, in Central Valley of California. Um, so that was always sunny. And my first bout with seasonal depression was moving up to Washington state, which is where I lived was even darker because it was on a, they call it a canal, Hood Canal, which is a bay off the, off the big bay that drops into, so it just kind of turned into mud and then it would fill up. Um, with gray water, <laughs> but that's, and it was green and gray and gray. Like the sky was gray, the earth was green. Even the road where the tires didn't really go was green, it's always green, um, except for those two months. Yeah. We know it all too well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I feel jealous for those people who live in the Mediterranean. You know, it's like six months sun, six months of just okay weather. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I went in the dead of winter to Greece. Jeez, it was 2019, which it feels closer. Um, and did it, like it was sunshine, the beaches were open. But the weird thing was, there I am in shorts, and there's all the Greeks there in like their sweaters, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because like it was like twenty degrees Celsius, which to, to them would be, geez, put your jackets on, turn on the heat, and for us it's like that's the dead of summer. You yeah, know? well, climatization is a real thing. You know, your blood your blood does thicken uh, when you're when you're in the colder weathers, and uh, it doesn't flow as fast, and so it doesn't get out to the surface. So you you it, don't. It's terrible it. for other people. Yeah. Like uh, it, it, like a lot, of, a lot of Northern Europeans move down to uh, the Mediterranean to retire because it's just so much better for you. Like, yeah, yeah. I imagine having like arthritis in the, in the freezing cold. Oh, you know, having a horrible time. Imagine having any kind of back problems. It would just be seasoned up constantly. Yeah. Yeah. Or you could start swimming every day out in the ocean. Mm. Off to the northern. Rough in the Midlands. Off the, yeah, off the Southern Ireland coast. Off the Ireland coast. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. Dude, you're I just did. rough when you're in the Midlands. <laughs> yeah, like we're, like we're in like middle of nowhere. Go find a puddle. Get over your depression. Run out to the ocean from the Midlands. Jump in. <laughs> there you go. Take a swim. Mm. And then run back. Yeah, long run, man. There you go. We were in a if we're gonna start running, man, to go swimming. There you go. <laughs> but I, we're talking really like drearily. Like it's not that bad. Ireland's a cool place. It's just these, the, I guess the, the way things are at the moment, you know, you're looking at it from like a, is it a hazy point of view, like, mm. well, you're in too reality, good. it's much better. What I'm saying is you, you two, you two guys grew up in this small town. You're still in a small town. You looked forward to getting out to college, but college is like, yeah, we can't have you right now. So you're out is not out yet. And mm. so you're kind of still stuck and you, and you're building a thing and it isn't building fast enough, but guess what? You all are gonna get out of Offley. I, I know I it. And then we'll name it like, I not so awful Irish podcast. <laughs> um, but not like, you read us like a book there. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> Dude, like we, we've talked about it. We don't, we, we don't really talk about what, what future plans, just kind of keep it as it is at the moment, but uh, I know Jared planned to move out stateside. I don't know about myself, really. I'm thinking more down under to the Kiwis. But uh, yeah. that would be kind of interesting, you know? Me and Jared haven't moved two different continents. Oh, you got to go to huh? 15 minutes apart from each other. Dude, you know? imagine the scheduling problems. Oh, Christ. Uh, I can see it already. Uh, that's yeah, that, well, we, we experienced that today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my apologies. You know, I'm I keep forgetting. Yeah. Uh, also, I, I thought you were in Eastern Standard Time, and then he said Pacific Standard Time. I was like, oh no. <laughs> I'm Pacific Time. Yeah, yeah. So, um, oh, been uh, sleeping a lot. Just, yeah. I don't know. I thought I had COVID, so I went and got the test. I was good. So, I don't know what's going on. Um, Bit of hibernation? 
Uh, hibernation. Um, during the ice storm, stuck with the family. We drank a lot. So we had some rye and, and we had some tequila and, and we had a lot of beers. That, that, that's been a problem here. Uh, you know, Irish food drinking. Um, yeah. You know, they, they've had genuine concerns about, you know, people drinking themselves through the whole pandemic. You know, like we had the highest alcohol sales in Irish history. And they, they, they considered like a prohibition of alcohol in Ireland during COVID. Yeah. I, Thomas, when, when was this, was it? It was like um, oh, October-ish, before October, Christmas? November, October, November. They were planning to shut down off I remember licenses. being in the car with you coming back from college, giving yeah. us to think about it. I remember. They were like, what, what were they planning to do exactly? Just not, they weren't. It was banned the sale of alcohol. Something like, or you that couldn't buy them in bulk. You couldn't. You can't buy alcohol in bulk anymore. So, like, if yeah. you want, I think they stopped the sale of like twenty-four cans or something like that. You know, so you can't buy packs. But then people will just go to the six or go to the four, or they'll buy the cans individually. Yeah. And the business ain't going to stop them because the business needs to make money right now. Yep. Yep. So yeah, it's it's been a problem for a lot. I never really used to have a beer a day or two or yeah, who has a beer? Um, you know, and then I started having a lot more. So now I'm just backing off, just getting backing up and mm. didn't have any last night. I don't think I'm gonna have any tonight. Um, depends. I start walking around the house and going, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, go on. Just get yeah, us in the fridge. Yeah, that'll take the edge off. I'll just, I'll just no, yeah, but like, like Jared was like, saying, I, I didn't right. drink before this. No, no, God, no. I think I think I, the Debs and maybe a wedding before COVID hit was when I really drank before. Like and now, me and me and Jared will sit down maybe every Saturday night, have a drink with some other lads, you know, watching watching lads beat the shit out of each other in UFC. Keep us oh, entertained. Yeah? It's like dance UFC, monkeys. Yeah. We're watching you. You know, it's like, um, <laughs> nah, like, like I, I love the UFC thing of like, you, you could have these like super skinny guys like myself, or you could have these huge guys and like, ah, oh, I would have put them in the guillotine and I would have done this and that and the other. You know, judging these experts. Yeah. Hard to tell from the. I don't know what you call it. Like, you know, jujitsu uh, judging. So at some point, it's leverage. You know. And uh, you can be the skinny guy, but got the right right angle on things, and there you go. Um, Nothing. Yeah, who, who's your favorite to watch? My favorite of all time to watch was GSP back when he was just the Zen master. <laughs> he was good. He was very good. Yeah. Um, it seems every time I pick a favorite, they retire or they right. Well, it's punch a, it's an old guy in a bar. It, that's that sport will make you old real quick, I would think. Mm. 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 Oh, I, absolutely, yeah. Like some of the damage you'd be taking. Oh, oh yeah. Especially the noggin. But, <laughs> yeah. But you know, so, so I don't know boxes, why it is. You know? There's less the brain damage in UFC fighters than there is in boxers. Uh, well, they can. Uh, I don't know the smaller gloves. It's a different. I think they hit. It's a different hit. I remember them mm-hmm. trying to go to. Yeah, you're not always going for the head. Yeah, yeah they're not, not always, always going for a knockout either. But some of those head kicks that I've seen, those gotta mess you up for good a little bit, you know. Yeah. And that stuff around. Mm. No. It'll change you. Yeah. <laughs> like I, no. McGregor, like I don't, I don't know what he's been asked. I say he's been hitting the head so hard. He's just been a changed man at this point. Like he started off so humble, you know. Like then, then he went in and just started like, you know, sh- shy talking, looking. And and the Khabib thing, uh, I used to think like, oh, this guy's like a redemption arc. Now he's being polite. He's uh, he's gonna get make his way back in. Then he lost to Poirier. Just mm-hmm. it's heartbreaking. Yeah, I, I, I want to like the guy. <laughs> that's my problem. Well, that's the thing. He's he could be a national hero. Yeah. Right. He was. He was. You think 2016 he's 2016-ish. Is he losing favor? People don't, don't like him because there's been a lot of allegations made against him about um the, the cock of the walk thing, huh? Yeah. He kind of got yeah. too big for himself. You know what I mean? Thought, thought he was Mr. Big Shit, get yeah. away with anything. And they didn't. That, they didn't. 
that that'll happen to you if, if you're like him who made it so fast and you know was this guy who started from nothing and now he's a multi-millionaire it'll, yeah. that'll get to you literally you know? from nothing he, he was on like social welfare in ireland in the and then next thing you know he's the ufc double the first double champ you know fighting yeah. money money <laughs> floyd mayweather for how much did he fight him for a couple couple yeah. million you know and then why did he go for a triple in the fight of or was Khabib holding out at the time? Um, so he had to relegate both his belts to fight Mayweather, and Khabib had taken the title. But that it doesn't work like that. Like you have to be a triple champ, you have to hold three belts at the same time. You can you can yeah. own you can own the same belt multiple times. Like um, like Stipe, he's not a double champ because he's won the heavyweight uh, belt twice. You know, mm. he's just a heavyweight champ. Yeah. Kind of thing. Mm. So I mean, it depends on. How much you have to recover after each fight? I imagine as to when you can do your next, because there has to be uh, yeah. there has to be recovery and a build back after a fight. Because there's no way you come from a fight, those things, and you're good within <laughs> a month. Even I would think, probably. Six yeah, yeah, what was that thing with the main event, John Blackwich? He's taken a year, or a year or six months out, isn't he? In the post-fight interview, he said that. But then, like his opponent Israel is like getting straight back into it. Yeah, so, it depends on you, you know. know you, you really do see. I guess if you're owning the other guy, you know, if you're not yeah. getting really that hurt, and and you you know you didn't take much, but mm -hmm. at a certain level, when when you're going for championships, both are taking it typically. Mm. And, and the payout, I think, uh, is some encouragement too. You know, when you could be making fifty thousand dollars for losing, you know, uh -huh. like, it's not too bad. Yeah. Unless it's 80 for the medical bill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. You guys wouldn't have to pay that. So Connor can go get messed up and just go to the doctor. Of course, that's if he's fighting here. Mm. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's crazy. UFC is a crazy sport. So but you think it's down to your question. Oh, McGregor's fighting again this summer. He's fighting oh, yeah. Dustin again. Dustin versus McGregor 3. And I think they might I don't really care him. anymore. Yeah. He's not done with the guy. <laughs> like, oh, like, he know. did some dodgy stuff here, too. Like, I'm not too sure about the allegations you were saying, Thomas. But um, like, I, I haven't read it to them or anything. But I know, like, you went to a bar and he was giving out his whiskey. And some old guy said, and I quote, what was it? Don't want your whiskey or something. And I don't want any of your shite whiskey. And then he punched a guy in the bar. There's this older guy, older man. I'm not exactly sure how old, but old enough. And he punched him. Funny enough, the guy barely flinched. He barely moved at all from the punch. But um, it was enough to make a lot of people in Ireland say, "What's what's going on with this guy? What why is he doing this?" Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that'll. Yeah. That'll. He fame, fame there. Like he was a huge inspiration. Like it's, it was a, I don't know, it was like a three or four year decline. But like 2016, Conor McGregor, double champ. He, he was everyone's hero. I wonder if it's like roid rage. He's just got like impulse. He can't control his impulses because he's pumped up. Yeah. It's probably Maybe. what it is. But it's, it's really sad to see when people call. McGregor, the greatest Irish athlete. When we have a female boxer who is who owns all the the belts in her division, Katie Taylor, she is amazing. And She's amazing. She, she does She's not amazing. get the recognition that she deserves as an athlete. You guys also, I don't think she gets paid. Well, I'd love to get her on the show. She, but the thing is, like, we'd sooner get McGregor on. Like, she's she's very very busy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to wait till the market's low. Yeah. <laughs> you go. The, um, I, I find with booking guests, that's kind of what you have to do anyway. Like, yeah. like if we went after, okay, well, when Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War came out, some of them weren't available till, some of the actors we had on weren't available till later on. Yeah. Or way later on, you know, or with Breaking Bad, you know, we got, um, we got, we got a couple guys on from it. But if Breaking Bad was still in production, or it was just a year out. Good yeah. luck. Honestly, good luck. 
So yeah, tell, tell, tell me again how your, uh, your strategy going on the old, of, of, getting, of getting guests. I think, I think it's pretty aggressive and fun. Hello, I like what you do. Would you like to come on my show? No, it's like, Thomas is a really formal thing and I just have this like, hi, I'm Jeffrey Off the Irish Podcast. I'd love to have you on the show sometime. That's all I say. Because, uh-huh. you know, at the end of the day, the worst they could ever say is no. Yeah. Or how much? How much is also the worst thing? You know, like someone being asked to be, someone asking to be paid to talk about themselves online. That is one that, that gets to me. Because, um, you know, we've had people who are, you know, higher up there just be like, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's funny. Oh, we right? have some very polite no's. Like Patton Oswald said, no. <laughs> he's, he's very busy at the moment. He couldn't do it. So that was a cool one. Still got that means you that means you chum the waters though, and at some point you might be able to reach out to them, say, "Hey, yep. how you doing? How you doing, buddy? You know, how? you know, do you like all yeah, of that, that? That's a, that's how we go about it. How how do you do it? Uh, you know, similarly, I mean, if I see something I'm interested in, um, I think you put out a broadcast that like, hey, looking for guests. I was like, I'll be a guest. I think that's actually how you did it. You put out a I remember, I remember putting that yeah. tweet out and we got loads of podcasts responding to that. I mean, we were, we were still pretty fresh off the market there and we got, that's how we met like Red and that's how we met like, yeah. but Red's a very good friend you, of ours. You, like Red's rambling show. He's a great guy. You should definitely have him on your show if you get the opportunity to. Red he, rambling. He, he's a cool character. He's, he's awesome. But when you're starting uh, off, you know, you need some skin in the game. You got to get anyone who will, Anyone who look you in the face and talk to you, uh, even if even at that turn the mics off, you know, just yeah. anyone who's willing to talk to you to get your first couple episodes out, it's, you know, you kind of need it. We we did it for some guys today. Um, they hit start to play podcast, um, asked us to be on. We got on the show, to talk about video games. You know, well uh-huh. you really you've really got to ask anyone to get the experience because you don't want to be sitting there with, you know, some hero of yours from whatever show, movie, athlete, whatever. And you stutter and you don't know what to do because you're used to interviewing people. How much do you research your guests like before they come on? Do you research quite heavily or just kind of go, I'm going to figure out what's happening while we do it? It differs. Comedian, a little bit. Actors, a lot. Scientists, none. It it differentiates a lot. Like, like George said, like if it's an actor, and they've been in several stuff. We'll know little bits about each thing. Or if it's a comedian, we'll watch some of their stand-up or we'll watch a movie they're in just mm-hmm. to kind of get an idea of their jokes, what they like to talk about, what they're interested in. But if it's science and we don't know anything about it, like I want to learn about it from this person. You know, yeah. we've had biologists, we've had marine biologists, we've had astrophotographers. Entomologists on. Yeah. We, we, had, we had a whole episode dedicated to talk about wasps. Yeah, that was a great episode. Yeah, no, I, I saw you'd be surprised that. Surprised how, how diverse that family is. Wait, the wasps? No. What was the guy growing? Snakes? No, the he's growing the snakes. Bullfrogs. Bullfrogs. No, bull yeah. Heart frogs. Heart frogs. Yeah, <laughs> that was kind of cool, but it was kind of weird. They're deadly. Yeah, and they but they're not. It depends what they eat, kind of. But only if they eat certain things. Yeah. So like he could pick up his ones and he'd be fine. Yeah. But if they're wild, you know, we wouldn't pick them up. Okay. Yeah, that was. That was yeah, the diversity in your interviews is. I see it as being pretty important, but don't go too too crazy. Yeah. Like we kind of have it down to people in entertainment and academics. We don't want to stray much outside of that anymore. Oh, okay. Because we we've done it. We've done a hundred, nearly hundred ninety episodes. Yeah, you want to. We've done too many, but we want to <laughs> really, you know, have the right kind of people. So you're, you're stepping up your game now. So I've been re-interviewing pretty much anybody um, and everybody, and I've had a good time doing it. Um, but at some level, I guess the outside world wants to see somebody they know. So there's where fame starts to happen, where they're like, oh, there's somebody I know, and this this guy's, these guys are interviewing them. Let's find out more about these guys and see what else they're doing. And, you know, and you got to, that gets you one look through for whatever that person brings to the table. And then you got to get another famous person. And then 
after a while, maybe you become the famous people, right? You become the reason that yeah. people are showing up. That's the goal. That is the goal. <laughs> well, the goal is just to make good content. That's a great side effect. Yeah. Um, the, the goal is to learn about other people, hear their stories, mm -hmm. and take something away from us. Like, even people you wouldn't expect. Like, what we had, is it Charles Baker? Yeah, yeah. Charlie, yeah, when, when he was on, like he told us about like growing up with like very low confidence and, you know, borderline just abuse from people uh, because he wanted to be an actor. And, you know, that's, that's something that stuck with me. Like, you know, like I, I don't get that kind of shit, but, you know, you know, if, if I'm having a hard time, I'm like, you know, this guy did so much more, you know, with so much more in his way or, uh, yeah, when we have academics on, we actually learn about whatever we're talking about. Like Dr. Lisa Scott, we talked about um, weed, we talked about psilocybin, uh, CBD specifically, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, CBD is now available everywhere. Mm. You can get CBD there, yeah. But some people are sketchy about it. Like, <laughs> if I said to my parents, hey, you get not mad, dad. I'm uh, on the CBD. I'm like you're on the what? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like it, literally, like it, it does nothing. You know, maybe help you sleep, but come on. Yeah, I don't find it does much. I think um, what they did is they started to pair with THC, like they were doing dosage the same. When I actually think CBD is like ten times weaker. Like you need ten times more CBD than you need THC to actually have an effect on the body. Uh, unless you have a THC adjuvant and that's that's what they say now it's like you need a little bit of THC to push the CBD through really yeah um so it's it, what do they that's call kind of it yeah it's it, what do they call that an adjuvant something that, that it helps it along um yeah so we we uh we legalized all drugs in, in the state of Oregon. Um, but we don't have, I haven't seen any evidence of any issues with that. Uh, we already had issues with homeless. And so I don't know that that's changed at all. Um, when you say all drugs, do you mean like all drugs? All drugs. <laughs> all drugs. Now you cannot manufacture drugs, right? Because you're not yeah. a doctor. So if you're manufacturing meth, you can still go to the pokey for a long time. Of course, but you can buy. Like, well, there's no market. It's just not illegal. Uh, it well, it is. It's not. Well, it's not against the law, but basically they can cite you and they can require you to do like rehabilitation, go to counseling, okay. that kind of thing. And uh, yeah. Do you so, have drug centers where people can? No. Like, where addicts can? No, you don't have it in. Oh, drug exchange? Yeah, like me uh, methadone places. They've had those forever. Yeah, yeah. they've had those forever. Um, but I, I guess they just decided to stop making people criminals for, you know, treating themselves however they are treating themselves. Um, mm -hmm. And if they do become a problem to society, that will manifest in the problem that they create. And that's what you arrest them for. Right, whether it be stealing yeah. or whatever. Mm. Uh, uh, a firm believer in like letting someone do it, but you know, if they do something harmful, they have to suffer the consequences. Like, absolutely, you should be allowed to whatever, but if you go on like some kind of rampage afterwards, yeah. you need to deal with the consequences. You know? Right, right. Well, I've got a message here from the old uh, Zoom folks that I'm running low on, on Zoom power. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Don't this has been great. Um, I'm glad that you guys are going to school. That's that sounds like you know something to keep you Thank occupied. You. Probably helping helping out with the uh, with this time. It gives you something else to focus on. Now, Jared, you have kids. Right? <laughs> no. Okay. Good. No, I don't have kids. Going to school if you have kids is a problem. <laughs> Turns <laughs> twenty. Turns not even twenty. <laughs> well, you never know. I mean, I uh, never. 
Thomas, that we we're friends who are younger than younger than me, younger than you, who have kids. Suppose that's yeah. true. Yeah. Very true. Which is crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Nice. No, you guys. I remember being fourteen and someone in my class was pregnant. Christ. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys get your uh, legs under you before you get married and have kids and all that stuff. Get your legs under you. Because if you're rich, you it's if you're rich, you get sought out, and then you get to pick. There you go. There you go. You have it easy there. Lesson to everyone listening. All right. Bless to you guys. You take a, take good care of yourselves, and uh, on the days when it's sunny, go out and put your face up in it. Oh, can't wait for it, Gary. There you go. Yeah, uh, well, we've been getting blips. I've been running out. Ah, oh, it's there. You know, <laughs> always look on the sunny side of your life, gentlemen. Thank you very much, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to the Awfully Irish podcast. You can see them on YouTube. You can catch them on probably any podcast that you want to listen to um, out there in the universe. And uh, these are good gentlemen. They're having a good time and. I, I have a good feeling about y'all because you got the hustle. You got the I hustle. appreciate that, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. Appreciate that. Thank you for joining me again. And uh, maybe we'll check back in a year. What do you think? Oh, I like that. Sounds good to me. I'll put it on the calendar. What's that? <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll put it I on. I said I'll put it on the calendar. We will. I'll see you guys on the Twitter Twitterverse. All right, man. Keep it safe, Gary. Bye.